0: Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now, here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another special coronavirus edition. Today, we spoke with Carl Pickett and Rock Simard from AU Group. They are insurance brokers who specialize in credit insurance. The way this conversation came about was uh, obviously, we're all thinking about what the future holds for our businesses. It's uh, going to be a difficult time, probably a deep recession, um, hopefully a short one, but uh, certainly we're all under a lot of pressure. And, um, you know, just thinking about ways that uh, we can uh, protect ourselves and, and try to uh, keep the lights on and keep things together until uh, all of this passes and hopefully the economy comes roaring back. And one of the things that uh, I think everybody would like some protection from is uh, defaults on payments. Uh, from uh, our uh, customers. And uh, credit insurance certainly uh, helps with that. It uh, can be a way to also access credit when it's needed, which uh, some of us may need help with that uh, when it comes time to invest to, in the recovery from this uh, pandemic. And uh, anyways, Carl and Rock have a lot of great information about it. They're very, very knowledgeable. And uh, I was glad to have them on here and uh, give you the information that uh, hopefully will at least be some food for thought uh, for some way that you can uh, help your business through this. And without further ado, here's Carl Pickett and Roxy Mard. Hi, guys. How are you today?
1: Hey, Patrick. Great. Thank you very much for the invite. And I hope everybody is safe and uh, healthy and uh, working from home
0: exactly yeah no that's 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 what we're all that's what we're all in the midst of doing and uh and I think we're all kind of working overtime to uh to get as much uh, information out there as we can to everybody cuz things are, are are just so uncertain um before we get uh, before we get into uh, our topic today let's talk to uh let's just get introductions from both of you guys Carl why don't we start with you and uh, just tell us a bit about your your background and uh, and what you're doing with AU group now
2: Basically, I am a trade credit specialist, accounts uh, receivable insurance specialist broker located in Ontario. Uh, I've been working for AU Group for roughly a year. Uh, prior to that, I, I you know, I, I basically have about 16 years of experience within this uh, this industry, uh, working for one of the largest uh, credit insurers in the world for 12 years, Cofax, and uh, as a specialist broker with another uh, outfit here in Ontario as well for about five. Fantastic,
0: Brock. Your turn. Yes, absolutely. Thanks,
1: Patrick. Uh, I've been doing this uh, for 24 years. Uh, Time goes by fast. Um, After getting my MBA, I worked with uh, Trade Indemnity in Ottawa, which got bought out by Euler Hermes, which is the leading credit insurer in the world. Um, So I've had uh, some very good experience, worked with several uh, brokers, several insurers, so I can uh, comfortably uh, help uh, most of your clients. uh, Absolutely.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so um, you know what we're what we're obviously doing here today is we're talking to uh, uh, small business owners from a, a number of walks of life uh, about credit insurance and, and how they how it can help them in the in the present context. I, I think before uh, you know everybody is obviously on pins and needles. Uh, that I've I've already spoken to several uh, business owners who uh, are are very concerned. Um, big layoffs already, and uh, a lot of people seeing uh, almost their entire order books wiped out for uh, the next couple of months. Um, so it's extremely concerning. Obviously, um, I guess before we get into all of that, uh, Rock, why don't you start us off with uh, a little introduction to uh, to credit insurance and and just what it is and, and what it uh, what it covers.
1: In a nutshell, uh, credit insurance is uh, helping. Uh to merge the gap that you get while you're selling goods on payment terms. So what happens is when you sell your goods or your invoice, your services, you say goodbye to those goods and in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, hopefully uh, your client will pay you. So what happens if they don't? So that's when credit insurance comes in. It bridges that gap and ensures that you will get paid for the goods and services that you've sold.
2: You know, credit insurance is basically a form of insurance that transfers the risk for businesses seeking to protect their accounts receivable uh, against non-payment to, uh, you know, from their buyers onto the actual insurer. Yeah,
0: yep. And it's, it's, uh, I'm sure it's absolutely obvious to everybody how, how, how that is helpful. And then now, uh, I guess we would say, Carl, never more than ever, because uh, you have to have an added level of uncertainty right now as to whether your customers are actually going to be there to pay you. Uh, after you've delivered something to them, would that be correct? It would
2: be correct, Patrick. I mean, you know, Rock and I have both been in this industry for a very long time and and I feel like, you know, we're, we're specialists and, and though we've been in need, uh, I don't think there's ever been more of a, a profound time than now. Um, I mean, we're looking at a, a crisis which uh, really, you know, it, it defies any kind of, uh, you know, foresight or, or, or predictions as to where it can, will go. Uh, the economy is in shambles, and uh, and this is what this product was designed and built and created for. It was exactly these types of uh, you know situations. Uh, although we are now in uncharted waters, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and so to that, and 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 we'll get to the coverage in a minute. It, but I mean, the first thing when you sent me the uh, an email initially, uh, uh, just mentioning uh, these aspects, Carl, uh, you saw my response back immediately. Was well. Who who would insure somebody in this climate uh, right now if they didn't already if they didn't already have the policy? Uh, t- talk to that a bit for me and, and, and just tell me if, if it is actually possible to get uh, to get credit insurance
2: right now? Absolutely, Patrick. It is it it is uh, viable for sure. I mean, you know, uh, the credit insurers right now in, in Canada and throughout the world have stepped up big, uh, uh, you know, they're coming to the plate and uh, they're here to support businesses, but also to prop up economies. And what we'll see, I think, in the months ahead is that the there'll be a, a collective partnership between the federal governments of all nations where credit insurance exists, stepping in to support the credit insurance as well to, to keep businesses alive, like mm. so that, uh, you know, we will have a future economy. So there is appetite for risk. Uh, obviously, there are some sectors that are uh, that the, you know, are more distressed distressed than others. But right now, the, the business, uh, you know, the doors are open for business. But uh, it's definitely going to be a situation where it's going to be first come, first serve. Hmm. I like I like uh, that.
0: Yeah,
1: Patrick. It's just that uh, what what, what the, uh, we we've seen and what we, we've experienced in 2008, uh, to a lesser extent, is that capacity dries up. So what do I mean by capacity? Is that the credit and insurers? Well. Insure, for example, uh, companies like uh, Sears or uh, Eaton's and uh, and the likes. And at some point, they get so much demand that they can't keep up with the demand and they shut up the capacity and they've reached it. So right now, there's still some capacity in the market. But if you wait like three, four, six months, and depending on, on that uh, COVID-19, how it goes, capacity may dry up. So that's why it's really important if you don't already have credit and entrance to buy in now and mm-hmm. what it does is you get the capacity and you get the pricing that's right now if you wait insolvencies will come in premiums will go up and you'll buy in at that level and you'll be stuck at that level for many years so might as well buy now get the capacity and pay less
2: right now I mean you know here in, in Canada if companies are exporting and they're actually financing their businesses by, uh, you know, uh, through the receivables, but meaning that the bank is advancing funds against the receivables, on the export side, there is already usually a requirement to have uh, credit insurance in place for the banks to do that comfortably. Well, I think what we're going to see now in the months ahead that are coming up is that uh, they're going to require that on domestic as well. So if companies are actually Borrowing from their bank by uh, lending against the receivables, mm-hmm. the uh, banks are going to need as a as a necessary mandate to have credit insurance in place. So you know it's a situation where if you don't have the cover or you didn't get in early enough and you uh, you know you can't make the, the bank feel comfortable by having it insured and the bank na- yeah. named as a lost payee, you could just you could very well see your operating line evaporate as well
0: strikes me that that'll be especially critical in the recovery from this when uh you know when we finally have a vaccine or whatever or the the curve is flattened enough and 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 and, and things get going again and and i'm actually more or less personally but with some experts i've talked to predicting a, a, a actually a very strong rebound uh once the the, the lid is sort of lifted um that, that's going to be especially important to have that access to credit, right? When uh, when when you're going to want to ramp up again, you're going to want to hire everybody back, uh, and you're maybe even going to want to buy supplies uh, to be able to service your customers again. Absolutely, Patrick.
1: That's a very, very key point that uh, trade the credit insurance can help with. If uh, you're continuing to ship to your uh, buyers uh, during this COVID-19 and when it picks up again, you can strategically choose the buyers that you're insured with uh, to uh, continue shipping to them and not only continue, but ship at higher demand that will be requested. So if you have the backing of the credit insured to help you with that, well, guess what? You're going to be a strategic supplier to your clients and you're going to create that bond uh, with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For sure. That's that's a great point. And expand on that as well, I mean, you know, to be honest with you, Patrick, this last year has been a rough one for our economy as it stands. Um, you know, the the uh, credit insurers were already seeing an uptick in claims activity. Uh, you know, we had so many different factors that were coming into play. We had the uh, Brexit in the UK. We had uh, you know the uh, the uh, disputes with China, trade disputes with China. Uh, we had the rail blockades here in Canada. Uh, and then, you know, when the uh, COVID-19 first hit China, and the factories closed, we had a massive uh, supply chain disruption that occurred. So right now, as we speak, there's a great deal of companies who, uh, who have sold to customers. And those receivables will be due any day now. And I can be pretty certain that they're going to be late uh, paying, Uh, you know, the the pandemic arriving here. That's just exacerbated the, you know, the issue even further. So we will see the chickens come home to roost, so to speak, I would say by mid-May, definitely by June, you're going to have uh, a lot of defaults.
0: Everyone, guys, everyone is deferring Everyone. payments and, 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 and in, in, in our business for advertising, they're deferring payment. <laughs> Everybody is the, you know, whether they're, whether it's, you know, I, I have no doubt that everyone's offices are in complete chaos.
2: And I definitely think it needs to be stated as well, Patrick, that, you know, we're in such unprecedented times that, Look, there's been there's been, uh, you know, corporations out there that have been considered like fortresses, you know, the buyers that you would never have to be worried about whatsoever. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, let's even throw out names like Home Depot or whomever. I mean, these Mm -hmm. are the types of companies right now that will also struggle in the months ahead with the stock market crash and et cetera. Like there is no business that is infallible right now. I mean, it's uh, it's, you know, the, the field is wide open. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Just an
1: example. I don't know if you've seen that, Patrick, in the Financial Times this morning. It was reported that Standard and Poor's downgraded Ford, uh, the the auto manufacturer, to uh, junk bond uh, status, and their uh, uh, Moody's is uh, putting uh, on uh, negative watch. Uh, uh, Daimler, uh, Volkswagen, uh, BMW. So, so the impact is uh, on very we thought solid companies and the impact is going to be quite extensive.
0: And these are, and these are companies that we already know the government will bail out rather than allow to, uh, to collapse.
2: Correct.
0: (laughs) So, holy smokes. Yeah. Um, Brock, let's, um, you know, there's uh, speaking of things that have been in the news uh, that, that there, there were a few reports swirling around at the start of this thing that, that some insurance policies now, I, I believe the news reports were in the health sector, uh, which doesn't have anything to do with this, but, uh, there were some reports swirling around that insurance companies, uh, wouldn't be covering things due to coronavirus, uh, losses, Um, what's the status of that in the in the in the credit insurance industry and uh, and and how confident can you be that your policy is going to be going to be well it's not that your policy is not being honored but that you don't have a policy with a with a loophole that allows the insurance company to not cover you
1: it's a very very good question Patrick and uh, we're getting mixed uh, signals from the insurers and and rest assured, like uh, those insurers, like you have EDC, Euler, Cofas, Atreides, they're they're all very well capitalized. They're all very strong companies, uh, but, but they're struggling because it, it's, it's a first time event that they've never seen that before. So what we've heard from uh, EDC is that as, as of now, they're going to see that on a case by case basis. It's very difficult for them to to say that, okay, it won't be seen as a catastrophic event. It won't be seen as a uh, force majeure. Uh, so they, they have the lawyers looking into that uh, actively, and they're looking at the uh, jurisprudence there, and, but they don't know. So what they're telling us is, hey, uh, if you have a something, we're there to support you, but submit a, uh, your claim and we'll evaluate it then. On the reverse side, we've got Euler, which is the leading uh, global uh, credit insurer, uh, is telling us, uh, and that was as of Monday on a webinar they, uh, they, they did, is that COVID 19 will not be declared a force majeure. The losses resulting from this pandemic would not be excluded from cover. So, in DC, uh, and I'm sure we'll uh, react uh, positively to that. But we already have some, uh, like Euler, that they're telling us it's not a force majeure, we're going to recognize claims. So it's really uh, talk to your agent, talk to your broker, talk to your specialist broker, and get the information. It's going to be evolving very, very quickly.
2: As specialist brokers, we're receiving updates from the insurers every day. And and in some cases, I mean, you take Atreus for an example, they're extending their reporting requirements on their policies, which I, I need to stress once more that if you are a company that you currently do have a credit insurance policy, that you need to stick to the letter of the wording in your policy, especially where it comes to past due reporting. I mean... This is this is gonna be, uh, you know, it's, it's gonna be essential moving forward. Uh, it, it could make the difference between you actually uh, having a claim paid or having a claim denied. And if you are insuring your receivables right now uh, and you have a broker or agent uh, that's on the actual policy, you should be hearing from them like almost daily. And if you're not, then you should probably think about getting some help with that because uh, you're gonna need somebody that's plugged into this industry who's gonna help you stick handle your way through this crisis for sure, and that's what we do.
1: Yeah, EDC has uh, just uh, put two uh, measures in place uh, as of uh, two days ago, and uh, whenever you have a repudiation claim, so that that's, uh, you've shipped your goods, uh, you've made them available to your client, and the client says, I'm not picking them up, I don't want them anymore. And normally, under an EDC policy, you have to wait four months, uh, resell those goods, and then the claim gets uh, looked at. What EDC has told us is this is being waived. You have a repudiation event, submit your claim immediately, and the claim will be looked at immediately. Down the road, when things (laughs) settle down, we're gonna look at selling those goods, but right now they're waiving this uh, repudiation four months plus. So that's Mm -hmm. until June 15. so that's a very good measure. That's a great um, point. Yeah, yeah, no, and the the second measure they, they they've done is the claim waiting period. Uh, again, until June, uh, you you don't have to wait that four months to uh, to uh, declare a protracted default, because your policy normally covers you for insolvencies and non-payment. Uh, so a non-payment, uh, according to D.C., is a, a non-payment four months from the original due date now they've waived that. So you have a client that's not paying you, don't wait four months, you can submit your claim immediately and that claim will be looked at immediately. So Those are two measures that EDC has taken so far to smooth out this, uh, the, the, this policy those policy conditions in the
0: face of COVID-19. And you can see why EDC would be doing these sorts of things, because of course they're uh, ultimately government. Um, but uh, Carl, are, are, uh, are private insurers uh, also making making changes, uh, uh, offering some kind of breaks?
2: Yes, they are. Like, uh, like I just said it uh, a little earlier, but Atreus is one of the companies that have recently amended their policy to extend the, uh, the reporting uh, timeline on right. their policy. Yep. Right? So I think that we'll be seeing some, uh, it, I mean, this is really a, a moving target. So things are changing rapidly daily. And and uh, and like I said, being this, a specialist broker and being in this industry, we're so connected to these insurers that we're receiving those updates uh, as they become available immediately, right? So, um, and then that's what we're doing. That's the service that we offer to our clients. Not only, only do we help navigate them through uh, the process of acquiring a new policy and getting the best policy best coverage and best protection for their company and their specific needs and at the most affordable price but we help them actually you know nego- like uh, manage their policy going forward so we're there as consultants we're their advisors and and uh, and right now yeah i think it's it, it would be very essential for a company to have an advisor like this yeah.
0: No. Rock, if I'm a, uh, you guys are going to be the advisors right now. Uh, Ro- <laughs> rock, if I'm sitting there, uh, uh, at my, uh, at my desk, uh, at my business, uh, things are pretty quiet, uh, because uh, all the employees have gone home and, uh, and, uh, my, uh, my, my, uh, emails are not exactly coming in with orders. Um, what, um, what considerations am I taking, uh, into account in my head, uh, as far as whether or not I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, make some inquiries about credit insurance. Hey,
1: uh, insolvencies are going to be uh, increasing dramatically, uh, and it's not me saying that. You, you got Euler getting uh, studies out. You got CoFAs. You got Tradias. They're all expecting insolvencies to grow significantly. Yeah. So if you don't have credit insurance right now, you should really look into it because who knows what your Client, your buyer, uh, financial strength will be if they survive this uh, COVID nineteen two three months uh, phase. Uh, So you want to be selling to good and solvent buyers. And if something was to occur, you want the insurer to protect you. And normally you're protected at ninety percent of your receivable. So that's huge. So looking into that right now is key. Uh, It will protect you against a non-payment. It will help you, because you will need it, to get proper financing. What happens when you get credit and insurance is that your receivable are margin at 90% of their value when you present that to your bank. So instead of being valued at 70%, 75% in Canada, uh, 50% in the States, or zero when you have foreign receivable, well, guess what? With credit and insurance all of that value goes up to 90% so you get extra financing you also get like surveillance what the insurers do just like fire insurance will ask you to put fire extinguishers and stuff yep, like that mm-hmm, yep, yep. And, and to protect your building well credit insurers will review what's going on will get reports of, on your buyer and will be surveilling them on a regular basis so you can concentrate on selling those goods Selling those services to valid and sound financially uh, clients, and if it's something that was to occur, they would indemnify. So, so there's a lot of things that uh, can be beneficial with credit insurance that you should be thinking right now.
2: Hmm. And, and I think it's also important to, to note that you know um, your customer, it might be a great customer, but you don't know who they're selling to. You know it, it, your customer could just have one customer of their own which owes them a lot of money, and if they fail to pay your customer, your customer will not be able to pay you and they could very well fail, and you then in turn fail as well. It's as simple as that it's a yep. chain reaction that you want to avoid
0: guys listen you've you you've been a fountain of terrific information if my uh if our listeners here have uh have more questions um, I, I know you guys would uh, would both be thrilled to answer them uh, carl start with you how can people get a hold of you
2: you can reach reach me at picket p i c k e t t at au-group.com or you can reach me on my phone number at 437-217-2469 rock same question
1: yes thank you patrick uh, yes we'd be happy to answer any questions uh, your clients or uh, your members might have They can reach me at SIMARD, S-I-M-A-R-D, at au-group.com. And by my name, you can see that I do speak French. So all your French members, please uh, feel free to contact me. I'll be happy to do that. Or they can uh, reach me uh, on my telephone number. It's 514-439-2848.
2: We're both on LinkedIn as well.
0: Oh, are you on LinkedIn? Great. What are your territories, guys? Like, should people Ontario and West call one and people Quebec and East call other? Or how do you work that?
1: Our territory is Canada. So uh, any, okay. any uh, one of our two. Uh, Carl can uh, obviously work uh, all the uh, Ontario uh, prov- the province, uh, but he, uh, he's uh, licensed uh, in other provinces as well. so uh, Either one. Yeah, exactly.
2: Either one. Good and, stuff. And, if, and if, you, if, if, if there's any American uh, companies that are listening, members that are listening, we also have uh, uh, several brokers for the AU uh, uh, banner or, or for brand our brand, our brokerage that's mm-hmm. located in the United States as well
0: okay terrific and they they can find all that on the website i'm sure yes. wonderful listen guys uh thank you very much for uh for helping us out with all this today i i, I do think this is something that uh that my my listeners at at least need to be thinking about um you know there's there's so few avenues uh really to protect your business uh uh with things the way they are and um you know th- th- this could be something that could that could really save people if they if they get into it so uh I'll, I'll, I'll thank you both for your time today and all this great information. And, uh, and uh, everybody stay safe and, uh, and stay clean, guys, okay? Hats off to you. It's uh, very nice of you to uh, have invited us
1: to this uh, podcast. I uh, hope it helps your members. And, yes, as you say, uh, stay safe.
2: Social distancing and wash your hands. Yeah, that's it. Thank, thanks, Carl. There's the PSA. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada
2: Magazine and Annex Business Media.